until um, a few minutes ago. Uh, well, not a few minutes ago, like maybe yesterday. Uh, Easter tomorrow. Yeah, Easter is very tomorrow. My God, my mom called me um, probably like two days ago and was like, hey, like she does her normal like Pam thing when she hasn't heard from me in a couple days. And it was like, hey, haven't heard from you in a while, which makes it seem like I haven't called in like four weeks. And I'm like, it's like you have been absent, my child. And I'm like, has it really been that long since I've said since I've called you? Um, But she's like, hey, it's been a while. Like haven't heard about your plans for Easter. And I'm like, Easter plans? What the fuck are you talking about? Like, that's like a while. It's like a while from now. And she's like, no, it's, it's Sunday. And I'm like, you're like, oh, oh. I mean, luckily, luckily I don't work either job on Sunday. So, like, it's fine. That's They're nice. just like, hey, just tell me when I'm coming over. Like, tell me when I'm coming over. Um, no, Yeah, literally. So and then I said something to a coworker about it. And she goes, how did you forget about Easter? And I'm like. Dude, it's easy to do. Like, I forgot Easter was this weekend. Like, last week, I was like, oh, I got a couple weeks. Whatever. Yeah, I'm like, it's... Trigger warning. It's Easter. Like, <laughs> that shit, never on the same day. She could never make up her mind. Like, But at did, least she's always on a Sunday. When did Jesus die? Just give me a date. <laughs> give me an official date. Was it March 8th? Was it April 16th? Was it... May 12th? Like, I, just, I need to know when Jesus died so we can probably celebrate <laughs> his death. Why does it always come fucking move? <laughs> well, dude, it was, it was stressful because I'm like, you know, I don't do last minute. I don't like doing last minute. It makes me anxious. But like... Meanwhile, I thrive. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, this paper's due in five minutes. <laughs> okay, some, thi- some things. But like, when it comes to like holidays and planning i don't like to do things last minute right and it's like at work for like my clients i help with like the planning and you know the fest- like fun celebration festivities and stuff too right i had to shop for their easter baskets yesterday jesus yesterday and i'm just jesus, like easter. <laughs> i'm just like what i'm about to find in this store everything's about to be picked over oh my god i literally literally could not imagine so i'm st- I'm just lucky I don't work with any population that needs any sort of basketry. Basketry. <laughs> yeah, basketing. <laughs> Basketeering. Whatever. Because, like, I don't know. I just feel like I would always be the motherfucker who would be, like, last minute. I mean, obviously, I forgot about fucking Easter. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I'd be the one waking up, like, the day before. I'm like a terrible boyfriend who's like going out, like begging, begging, like, hey, my wife, my wife just wants, my wife just wants some fucking Clinique Happy Perfume, and why isn't there any on the shelf? And we're like, bitch, Christmas is tomorrow, (laughs) motherfucker. I'm like one of those bitches. Uh, I'm like one of those bitches that come in the makeup store. The day before Valentine's Day. And they're like, I've just been so busy. And I'm like, girl, me too. I get it. Working. <laughs> like, girl, I get it. Or motherfuckers who just are not busy. I mm-hmm. remember seeing this man come into the makeup store. Came into the motherfucking makeup store uh, the day before Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. And um, he was like, 
talking about how, you know, he and his girlfriend have been together for like 10 years. And, you know, she just couldn't make up her damn mind about what she wanted for Valentine's Day. And so he waited until the day before Valentine's Day to buy her something. And he just had to figure it out. And I'm like, jail. Sir, if y'all have been together for 10 years, you should know the shit that she likes. Jail. Like, does she have a nightstand? Did you not look at her nightstand and go, hmm, what type of what type of perfume she likes i was gonna say do you not know what she smells like Ooh, at that point does she wear lotion Do- yeah does she need her daily moisturizer that's easy Ten. A- it's easy and thoughtful bing bang take boom. a fucking picture of it and bring it into the store and then i'll be like hey king yeah let show me get- your phone be like where do i find this and you'll be like yeah that's in aisle section 27b and even then i don't even do that i go yeah king Let's walk over there. Well, there you go. And I walk my happy ass with the man over to wherever, to the exact spot, to the exact one, pick up that shit and go, here you go. You don't even, I'm I'm never going to be that motherfucker that goes, like when you're like, hey, where is this? And I just like point and go over there. Because at least to me, if that, when that happens to me, I'm like, I'm like, over well, where? Thanks, well, thanks for nothing, <laughs> fucking asshole. I guess I'm just going to keep circling. I'm a fucking idiot. No, I'm like, I'll do you one better. I'll hand you the shit myself. Anyways, my main point. Um, Easter is tomorrow. Easter is tomorrow. Um, <laughs> God damn it. I have a fun Easter story from when I was a kid, though. Oh, do you really? Yeah. So one year, Easter landed on my birthday. Uh, so oh yeah, because sometimes it's early, sometimes it's late. Yeah. So my birthday's actually um April twenty third. Um, for the audience. Um. So what? Stop laughing. Some of them may not know when my birthday is. Some of them may not even know I have a birthday. I mean, you're here, so obviously you have a day of birth. I could be a Jehovah's Witness. You're still here. Again, I could be a Jehovah's Witness. They don't celebrate birthdays. Oh, for real? Yeah. Jehovah's I didn't know that. Jehovah's Witnesses don't celebrate any holidays. No I, kn- I knew they didn't celebrate like Christmas or anything, no, but I didn't know they didn't celebrate birthdays. No Christmas, no Easter, no birthday. Like literally just any other day. What do you do on your birthday? That's kind of sad. Nothing. They do nothing on their birthday because they don't have a birthday. Like, they have a day of birth, uh-huh. but they don't celebrate their birthday. Because I think if I, I'm not, I don't know if this is fully correct. So if any of you are Jehovah's Witnesses. Or know about Jehovah's Witnesses. <laughs> you know what? We'll probably, I'll probably just look this up later. Mm-hmm. Like, so, okay. I lied. What I think it is, is because um, something about, like, you know, the only birth we should be celebrating is Jesus or uh, something like, you know what? Fuck off. I know it's early. Uh, fucking Gene Oogle time. Oh, my fucking God. So what? according to study.com, um, we're going to read two sources. Oh my gosh, we're, multiple sources. We're going to read uh from study.com. Oh, fuck off. It's blocked by a paywall. Rude. Um okay. 
Just kidding. We're going to read an insider article. Ooh, insider. And we're going to read a Jehovah's Witness, like, JW.org. Uh, Very opposite ends of the spectrum. So Serena Williams is actually a Jehovah's Witness, apparently. I did not know that. Yeah, I didn't know that until right now either. Um, So apparently in 2018, Serena Williams was having a press conference. Well, she was speaking during a press conference for the U.S. Open. And she said she wasn't going to be celebrating her daughter's first birthday because they're Jehovah's Witnesses. And they don't celebrate birthdays, Christmas, Easter... Um, and the reason is because members of the church believe that such celebrations displease God and are rooted in pagan traditions. Um, huh. Interesting. Man, I can't believe that it, Serena Williams is a door knocker. <laughs> She's one of the motherfuckers walking around in the in the neighborhood going, you ever hear about your Lord and Savior Jesus Christ? Uh, we've definitely had them knock on our doors. Well, I mean, I'm sure everybody has. Uh, if you... Have had a Jehovah's Witness show up to your door. I see you. I hear you. She got stories to back it up. So, (laughs) well, I mean, we all do. Uh, Here we go. And so, per the Jehovah's Witnesses, Uh uh, Jehovah's Witnesses do not celebrate birthdays because we believe that such celebrations displease God. That's what I just said. Although the Bible does not explicitly forbid celebrating birthdays, it does help us to reason on key features for these aspects and understand God's view of them. Watch me convert the entire podcast audience to fucking Jehovah's Witnesses. Jesus. Just by reading the reason why we don't celebrate birthdays. They're like, man, you could save so much fucking money not even celebrating birthdays? Shit. I'm You're converting. like, no birthdays, no presents? Um, like, that's, kind of, that's still kind of sad, though. Yeah, so they say that birthday celebrations have pagan roots. Uh, evil spirits and influences have the opportunity to attack the celebrants. And that the presence of friends and the expression of good wishes help protect the celebrant. Due to fucking mythology. What? The book, The Lore of Birthdays. The book, The Lore of Birthdays, says that in ancient times, birthday records were essential for the casting of a horoscope based on the mystic science of astrology. This book adds that birthday candles and folk belief are endowed with special magic for granting wishes. The Bible, however, condemns the use of magic, divination, spiritism, or, quote, anything like this. Oh, my god! In fact, one reason why God condemned the ancient city of Babylon was that its inhabitants practiced astrology, which is a form of divination. Jehovah's Witnesses are not preoccupied with the roots of every custom. Yet when the scriptures give such pointed indications, we do not ignore them. Early Christians apparently did not celebrate birthdays. Only commemoration that Christians are required to keep involves not a birth, but a death, that of Jesus. So they're like, uh, oh, the Bible never refers to a servant of God celebrating a birthday. They're like, if Paul never celebrated his birthday, then neither can you. Damn. Man. And then they're also like, the only thing that you should be celebrating is death of Jesus. That sounds depressing. Imagine being like, happy death day, grandma. Happy death day, grandma. We're going to fucking turn up at your grave. Oh, my God. Like, I just, like, imagine, like, little kids just not having a birthday, no presents. Like, that just makes me really sad for them. Well, I mean, like, they... Kids don't... I mean, not that kids don't know. Like, they know that they're different. Like, they're Mm -hmm. like, man, what the 
what the fuck do they get to celebrate to do this little party thing and i can't mm-hmm. oh god's gonna smite me for not uh for participating or blowing out some candles well right because you're mm-hmm. you're practicing witchcraft by blowing out some candles exactly yep oh my god speaking of uh practicing witchcraft <laughs> yeah hello, everyone uh hello everyone welcome to the uh 14th inaugural episode of the between the fridges podcast my name is carly my name is amanda and our third host today is the resurrection of <laughs> jesus christ of latter-day saints <laughs> <laughs> this was all trying to explain a story from when i was a child it's not even that uh amazing uh, the point of the entire Jehovah's Witness uh, backtrack mm-hmm. was, well, detour, I should say. Um, <laughs> when I was a child, my uh, fucking, well, Easter landed on my birthday, April 23rd. Everybody don't forget it. You can forget it. I don't fucking care. <laughs> and I could never forget it. I was, I was a young kid, like less than 10 years old because mm-hmm. my mom was like hyping this shit up. And we were living in our old house at the time. And so my mom was like, dude, when your birthday and Easter are on the same day, the Easter bunny gives you two baskets. And I was like, oh, oh we're shit. like, let's go. I'm like, oh, shit. The Easter bunny giving me two baskets. Fuck off. Amazing. So obviously I wake up. I'm like, maybe an only child. I might have been an only child still at this point. Maybe my brother was like too young. I don't know. Regardless, all eyes on me. Attention on me. I'm so excited. <laughs> my old house had like this like flight of stairs, essentially. It kind of like L. It was like a staircase. It was like an L staircase. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, you'd when you would go down the stairs, you'd go down a little bit and then you'd have to take a right and then you would go down more stairs. Yeah. Yeah. Our old house had that, too. And then you would, you know, be in the main entryway. So I come booking it down the stairs. I'm so excited. I'm trying to find my Easter basket. But then I'm also finding eggs around the house. And I was like, oh, shit. In the landing, in between the landing, my mom had this potted plant. Mm -hmm. Big potted plant. Okay. And so I'm running around the house. I'm trying to find my Easter baskets. I run back upstairs. I'm looking around, looking in every room, every crevice. Not finding a thing go to run downstairs i slip <gasps> i tumble down the stairs crack my head onto the pot oh plant, no had the biggest fucking goose egg on my head i'm crying my mom comes running up she's like oh it's okay oh my god baby give me a little case and i'm like Wah! so i do remember my dad coming over Mm-hmm. My mom and my dad lived on the same street, like seven houses away. Fucking weird for divorced parents. A little bit. Really fucking weird. Uh, but I digress. I have a distinct memory in my brain. I don't know if this was like a goose egg mirage mm-hmm. or if it actually happened. <laughs> but I remember my dad coming over and he like, it's like the only like one of the few jokes I remember my dad making. Mm hmm. He like looked at me and he's like, "Oh, looks like the Easter Bunny left you an extra egg." And I'm oh like, "Oh my god!" And I'm like, "Dad, oh my god, it's so embarrassing!" <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! 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 Oh my god!
my gosh. Oh that's my God. funny. So funny. I don't know why this is like a core memory to me. Of course, like, like I feel like my like first childhood memories are me like falling and hurting myself. <laughs> is that normal? <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> I just I don't remember random shit. You have a psychology degree. What does that say about me? <laughs> do, do, you, do you find yourself to be clumsy? <laughs> Not particularly. No, as as a child, did you find yourself to be clumsy? Probably. Well, I mean, there you go. Because my first two memories are me fucking falling on my face. They are embedded in your psyche forever. And like Those two things are just like always circling my mind. Like, don't fall, bitch. Ingrained in the brain. Don't fall, bitch. Always, um, always in the back of your mind. <laughs> Oh my god. Do you have any fun Easter memories? Oh my gosh. I'm trying to think of like any ones that stand out. Um I do <laughs> I mean, I don't totally remember this, but we have a picture. So mm. um you know, there's like a chain of restaurants. Have you ever heard of Old Country Buffet? Oh hell yeah, I've heard of Old Oh yeah, Country Old Country Buffet. Buffet was so good. That's another that's another thing ingrained in my brain. The fucking Old Country Buffet kind of crusty macaroni <laughs> cheese. Oh that shit was oh my so gas. Oh my god. So like so back that- in the day my dad used to work at Old Country Buffet, right? When we were like little little. Right. And so um they had the mascot. I don't remember I think it was just called the O C B, like B E E. Yeah. Yeah, so like they had the, the B, they had the B, and then um that motherfucking B knew how to make mac and cheese. <laughs> I can tell you that. So they had the B, and then they had uh like around Easter time they had the Easter Bunny come in, and so I remember there's like a little Polaroid because you know we would go visit my dad and eat dinner and that kind of thing. So we would go visit him right. And there's a Polaroid. I think of me and my brother, and we're just like. Is this picture done yet? One of those kinds of pictures. Uh-huh. <laughs> so it's just like, just like the look on our faces, like we're hugging, we're like hugging the Easter money, and it's just like, can we start smiling now? Oh my god! So I don't know where that is, where that picture is. So mom, dad, y'all probably know where it is. You probably know what I'm talking about if you even listen this week. But <laughs> that's so. <laughs> but yeah, that funny sticks out to me. Um, but other than that, I don't know. Not like I said, nothing random. <gasps> Actually, just kidding. What? There is a memory. It's not really like me and my brother. So, um, we grew up with a dog. Our dog's name was Lucky. Lucky yeah. was awesome. Yeah. Um, her and Mikey shared Lucky. the same birthday. Um. Oh, Amanda's birthday, by the way, is June twenty second. <laughs> so, my brother's birthday is May first. <laughs> they don't care about your brother's. Well, birthday. there's a point to the story because it's about our family dog. Mm-hmm. So, anyway. our family dog we grew up with was lucky mm. and her and my brother shared the birthday may 1st hence the relevancy thank you mm. anyways so um so at our old house like i said it was probably similar setup to yours it's mm. like the second floor and the first floor we had the little you know landing with all that but it was the first floor like so we had like a big living room our house was older so we had like one of those old fireplaces that didn't like actually work but it was like more you know like a statement piece right. so like we had you know the couches and everything and we had a big dining room table and so like there was kind of a big archway that separated the living room from the dining room Mm -hmm. and so one year lucky decided to um 
jump on the table when when we were mind you we were i think we were at my grandma's or something because we weren't home um jump on the table they found that this dog ate like five pounds of freaking chocolate <laughs> like wrappers everything no. mind you she was she was a mutt so she was a chihuahua terrier mix but it's just like we took her to the vet and they're like we don't we don't know how your dog is not sick but your dog has a stomach of steel because she did not get sick from all that candy, which blows my mind. Didn't she die when she was like 15 or something? Yeah, she was. Shit? Yeah, she was 16. She lived a long life. She lived a long life, ate a bunch of crazy ass candy. <laughs> she was like, I don't care what the fuck it is. I'm living it up. Give me that shit. Really? though. <laughs> Give me that Smurf. Give me that smurf marshmallow. Lum, 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 lum. Oh my god! Yeah, that she was to do something else. Yeah, I mean <laughs> stomach of steel. We have to bring up. Yes, your uh, because we're talking about uh, stomach of steel and yes. candy. <laughs> um. So what do you have? So we, uh, Amanda and I have uh two, um, what I call my breakfast plates. <laughs> A ta- uh, in front of us, but they're not full of breakfast. What do you have for us today? Oh, they are full of Easter candy. I haven't even eaten dinner yet. All I've had today was a fucking ham and cheese croissant and some fucking Cheez-Its. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> On a scale of 1 to 10, I do not care. So, let's, oh let's... Let's tell the audience real quick the array of things that you have decided uh, to provide for us today. So, yeah. So, like I said, yesterday I was at the Walmart shopping like a crazy lady to get my clients Easter baskets done. Mm. And, you know, stuff for here for the house. And I'm like, you know what? You know what would be fun? I'm going to get some good candy and I'm going to get some shitty candy. Right. Because I I want to get the take on this. So... Um, before I explain what's on our little plates here, like, do you have like some favorite Easter candy, like things that you're just like, yes, fuck it up. Like, that's my shit. I don't think I do now as much as I did when I was a kid, Mm -hmm. but I do remember knowing that I liked Reese's eggs and that was primarily because my mom liked Reese's eggs. So she and I compete essentially on like, give me that shit. And I'm like, no, that's mine, bitch. Like... And then I she's mean, like, don't Reese's call eggs. me a bitch. I'm your mom. And I'm like, I'm sorry. And then she's like, you're grounded. You're like, oof. I mean, <laughs> Reese's eggs are good, to be fair. What about, like, nasty ass candy? Like, you just, you know it's just, like, bottom of the barrel type stuff for Easter. I mean, I guess any candy in general can qualify. But just, Oh, I remember liking jelly beans, too. But it was, like, a certain jelly bean. It, it's... I feel like I feel like jelly beans and candy corn to me are one and the same. I'll eat candy corn. I'll eat candy corn. Maybe this is a controversial opinion. I'll eat candy corn. It's fine. I don't think it's as bad as people say it is. Candy corn is the nickelback of candy. I said it. (laughs) Candy corn has been violated for too long and accused of being nasty. Meanwhile, a bunch of moose. Why is it still selling then? Motherfuck- I don't know. Some people really like it. Motherfuckers love that shit. And I am a fucking candy corn apologist. <laughs> Suck my balls. Oh my God. But no, I do what I can't. Like candy corn is just bleh. 
That's so valid. It's, it's and just that's so valid. Jelly beans are gross too. Um, I said what I said. Fight me. It's fine. There's so there's like certain jelly beans I like. I think, I think, uh, my stepdad used to buy these like starburst jelly beans yes those things are good honestly like regular jelly beans not really a fan the starburst ones pretty good pretty good but yeah so i have this lovely array of very gross and or okay candy in front of us yes what's your what's your take on peeps are you a peep person or no um i think it was a forced peeps kid uh, How my stepdad? I think my stepdad loves these motherfuckers. Actually, that reminds me, my stepdad every year buys these. They're fucking cheap ass chocolate covered marshmallows that are shaped in the like, carton. In the carton. In the carton. Those shits. Oh my god. Yeah, they cost like a dollar or something. Oh yeah, my stepdad will buy that shit, and then every time I go home, I sneak an egg. I'm like, give me that shit. But to be fair, I used to always do that too to his nutter butters that were in the fridge, and he would put them in a certain spot so that we couldn't get them. And then I was like, give me that shit. <laughs> and then I would take one and I'd run to my room like a little fucking rat. Like I did it, but, like a little, like a little possum. Like, ooh, I'm gonna take this back to my enclosure. And then <laughs> he, goblin. and he would be like, he would count his shit. He's like, where the fuck? I have another butter missing, and I'm like, not for me, bitch. I'd take that wrapper, and I'd put it in, like, in the kitchen garbage, and I would, like, hide it in there. But like, mm-hmm. I didn't take nothing. Mission, <laughs> Mission Impossible, motherfucker. Anyways, dead, dead, anyways, dead, we are running so dead. fucking long. <laughs> we are running so fucking long. What Dude, fuck? it's okay. It's what okay. the fuck do we have here? <laughs> okay, so, you know, I got peeps. I am not a pea person, but I found some weird-ass flavors for us to try. Mm. I thought it would just be fun. So I have these hot tamales peeps, these cotton candy peeps. I'm not excited about those fucking hot I'm, tamales I'm peeps. not excited about peeps, period, but I am committed to the bit. So, yep. Um, then I found these uh, Flint, like Flintstones milk and cereal type chocolate bunny things or like white chocolates. So okay. I'm like, that could be one of two ways, either pretty good or awful. You know, you got your classic Tootsie Roll. You got your classic uh, Reese's eggs because I didn't want to get totally nasty candy. And then also controversial. I know Cadbury eggs are controversial. But see, these are not Cadbury eggs. They're the caramel cream eggs, not the regular ones. But just it's still a thing. Either you love it or you hate it. I don't feel like there's like an in-between. I don't know. I feel like caramel Cadbury eggs are my shit. But you also are like a caramel but the Cadbury, the regular Cadbury eggs. So if you would have gotten a regular Cadbury egg, I would have uh, probably killed myself. But wow. thank God you didn't. Thank so, God I did it. So anyways. um, So yeah, we're about to subject ourselves to eating these candies. So so in, in, and in honor of um, our friends at uh, the Off the Air podcast, and it sure is a podcast with Brandon and Eric, um, Amanda has decided to coin this uh this quick segment, ass or gas? Yup. <laughs> You're so proud. You're like, I love stealing from other people. <laughs> no, I thought it was funny. No, you're fine. You're fine. I think it's funny. All right. So. All right. I'm going to have you do first pick. What do you want to start with? I want to get the nastiest fucking thing out of the, the way. The hot tamales peeps. The fucking hot tamale peep. All right. 
A hot tamales peeps. You ready? Should I add mouth sounds? No. <laughs> Be like, mm, nobody wants to hear mouth tr- sounds. Trigger warning. Um, here, you know what we'll do? Uh, I think I have some like hold music. So in the like, th- oh, like the elevator. Yeah, for the, so it'll be like two seconds. I'll cut it down and then you know we'll eat the shit. So yeah, because I guess I like you guys enough to not subject not subject you to, to mouth sounds. Right. So I don't want to hear mouth. The sounds. first is a fucking nasty ass. Hate my <laughs> life. Hot tamale peep. Oh God, that's awful. <laughs> So I'm ranking that number six. Number six? Like very bottom of the barrel. Yeah, I have a I have a little list here that I'm making for myself. I mean, I don't mind cinnamon stuff, but that's that's very gross. Yeah, like it's it's not bad. But um, it's not good. Maybe I just didn't get enough. Um I took a little bite because I hate peeps. You took the tiniest ass bite. Do you like, want me to take another bite? No. I'll take another bite for you. No. It just like it just tastes like fucking big red. Like it tastes like marshmallowy big red. And it's like if I want fucking big red, I will go and get big red. I wanna be that motherfucker. I wanna be that motherfucker with some big red in my purse and then I go over and I'm like, hey, you want some big red? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> the fucking cinnamon guy. You just walk up just like, hey. You want some big red? Hey. Alright. I have my number six spot filled. All right, your number six. What do you? What do you? Uh, what do you wind up here? You know what? Well, we we just had a peep, so I'm gonna save the other peep. Save uh, it d- for. Yeah, you don't want to do two peeps back to back, do you? I thought you'd want to get that shit over with, but I digress. I'm you, breaking up. I'm, I'm turning gonna, around. I'm, you. I'm gonna break it up. I'm breaking up. I figure we can uh, continue with this Easter bunny, uh, whatever the heck this is called, the fruity pebbles milk and cereal. Easter bunny, whatever the hell this is. Okay, let's... Let me kill myself. I'm, <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> um, That's not horrible. Like, you definitely taste the Fruity Pebble because there's straight up, like, Fruity Pebble pieces in this thing. Yeah. But I don't like white chocolate. I'm not a fan. If you like white chocolate... I better be fine. Um, I feel like that's a, in the middle. I'm putting this at number four. At number four. Um, and also I'm making this so that once I put it here, I cannot change my answer. You know what? So, that's so valid. Th- it kind of reminds me. Um, do you ever have the like cereal and milk like breakfast bars? Probably. It reminds me of one of those. Like, because the white chocolate to me does not taste like white chocolate because of the Fruity Pebble. It tastes like milk. Yeah, I, th- I feel like that's definitely like dairy what they milk. were going for. Like, I think I got a piece where it was like there was more white chocolate on the end. So I'm just like, Ugh, I taste it. But you definitely yeah. like it's not it, it could be worse. It right. wasn't horrible. Yeah. Yeah. All um, right. Your pick. What do we what do we eat next? Um, You think I'm going to pick the cotton candy uh i almost said cotton candy pounds heart but that would be atrocious no are we going with the cotton candy peep no i'm picking the tootsie roll bitch i'm letting you pick that shit all right classic tootsie roll okay 
that motherfucker's hard. I don't remember them being this chewy. Like my wiener every time I watch a Leon Kennedy thirst trap. <laughs> Man. <laughs> Why did we think these things were good as children? To be fair, I used to get these white ones. They had a blue wrapper. They were like the fruit yeah. ones. My dad used to get that shit at the beer distributor. And the beer distributor man would be like, hey, kid catch and then he give me like a handful of them and i'm like thank you mr beauty to be the man i hope I'm- you're not contributing to my father's <laughs> alcoholism <laughs> i have fond memories of tootsie rolls because we would always like when we were younger and you know you go with your parent like my dad would have to go to the bank we'd go with my dad and so like they would always give you know the kids tootsie rolls at the bank so i'm just like ah memories but i don't remember them being this chewy yeah it's just it's okay tootsie I feel like that's like a number. That's like I know you're making your own list, but that's like a number five for me. I want to put it at number five, but also it makes me worried because what if the cotton candy peep is worse? You know what? That's that's fair, but I I don't know. I don't um, know. I don't want to put it on my list right now. I mean, you don't have to figure out a definitive number right yeah. this moment. My rules. I'm not putting it on the list yet. Her Anyways, world. Your, her rules. That's right. Anyways, your turn. All right. I'm getting this peep out of the way. This cotton candy peep. It. I just Hold on. I need to take a swig of water or else. Just Mom. to cleanse her palate. I do. It's like when you smell perfume. And, well, when you take a scent to smell a perfume and then um, sniff coffee beans afterwards. Yes. Or we're gonna eat sushi and then eat a ginger. Yeah. Oh, it's, yeah. It's part of the process. It's just part of the process. Okay. All right. Cotton candy peep. Cotton candy peep. Here we go. Call the hospital. I'm having a diabetes attack. That's so sugary. Like, gross sugary. That's too much. I honestly don't get a cotton candy feel from this, though. I I just taste sugar. I don't taste, like, flavor. So... Where's the flavor? Where's the spice? Where's the flavor? <laughs> All right. I'm putting Tootsie at number three. Okay. Okay. I'm putting cotton candy at number five. Okay. If it had a cotton candy flavor, uh, it would be a, it would be uh, reversed. You know what? That's totally valid. That's totally valid. All right. So we got... Probably two of the best things on here. The Reese's egg and the caramel cream Cadbury egg left. Which one you pick it? Um, since it's a little bit more about wheelhouse, probably pick the caramel cream egg. Be careful. These things are like kind of messy. Um, so I'd say probably like eat from the top and then you'd have like a little boat of caramel at the bottom. Uh-huh. Then you okay. can like dip your tongue in it like you're a little cat like, like a drink little- your water and be like what <laughs> 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 anyways no, she's gonna, you, you're gonna yoshi this egg that little <laughs> no i cannot do that <laughs> oh my heart will pop it's okay what i'm kidding I'm- <laughs> it's okay it's not anything amazing. It's a very standard, like, caramel-filled egg. Mm-hmm. I love caramel, but 10 years ago, 10 years ago, 
when I worked at Target, I would buy these motherfuckers all the time. I take like three of them, mm-hmm. four of them, mm-hmm. go home, mm-hmm. have a couple for a couple of days. Now it's just way too much for me. Yeah, um, like I I barely ate half of it. I was like, that's I'm good. And good. I don't know if it's just because I'm older, where it's just like sometimes too much sweet is too much sweet. But yeah. it's just okay. Hey, it just shows you that life is short and your uh, tastes are gonna change. And that's true. Um, existential crisis. <laughs> existential crisis. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to actually put that at number two. That's valid. That's valid. But I will say, like I said, a lot better than the Cadbury cream egg. That shit is garbage. You know what? I'd, I think it maybe, honestly, it influences me just because I don't like the Cadbury eggs. I think they're gross. They're not good. Sorry if y'all are offended by my opinion. You know what else is? Just not good. You know what else is not good? What? Apparently our number one draft pick. Our number one draft pick is not good. No, I'm kidding. The, the Reese's egg. The Reese's egg. Pop off, queen. Yeah. Well, you bought like a big one of these. You had to like cut it and shit. I did. Just I mean, because I wanted to get out of the damn store so bad. I was like, grab the candy and go. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's still good. I mean... A Reese's is a Reese's, except if we go back, obviously, where we talk about my controversial opinion on Reese's soft candy versus hard candy, that's a whole different ballgame, <laughs> but, ah, <laughs> uh, but yes, it's a classic, it's always good, mm-hmm. it doesn't disappoint, coming in clutch, yeah, all right, so what what are you, what are your final thoughts? What are your rankings? I mean, as I as it stands right now, I'm at number six, hot tamale peep. Number five, cotton candy peep. Number four, cereal milk candy thing. Fucking bitch. <laughs> number three, uh, hard ass tootsie roll. Number two, the Cadbury caramel egg, and then number one, Teresa's egg. I agree with your ranking. I agree with your ranking. Well, that's good, because if you didn't agree with my ranking, we would have to raise your fucking rent. Wow. Bleed more money out of me. More money I don't have to give you. I'm capitalism. She's like, I want more rent. Give me your money. I'm like the little the little rent goblin. The little rent goblin. The little rent goblin. You know? <laughs> it's time for rent. Where's your money? Well, no, not even just that, but like, <laughs> anybody who moves in, they don't do their dishes. I'm like, that's $20 to your tab. <laughs> Give me your rent. Ah. <laughs> well, hey, speaking of being a little goblin who's going home for the holidays. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You know, the holidays make you like, I don't want to say like reminisce. Like, that's weird. I don't, I don't know what exactly. They make exact- you sentimental. Kind of, but like... okay, not quite what you're looking for? No, not exactly. Like, I'm doing a terrible job at fucking transitioning this. We watched WrestleMania last weekend. (laughs) WrestleMania! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, WrestleMania 39. I mean, obviously, um, if you guys follow our Instagram, when... uh, Oh, by the way, is it Between the Fridges um, on Instagram? Um, We have, like, a little host introduction, and I know on... 
mine, um, it lists that I know more about professional wrestling than I want to admit. Um, but like, man, like I'm turning 30 in a couple weeks and, um, I like have come to this realization in the past, like month, two months, I want to say that like, man, I've spent a, I've spent a lot of time, like I've spent a lot of time, like repressing things that I liked or were interested in or whatever for the possible comfort and acceptance of other people. And, you know, I'd watch professional, I would keep up on professional wrestling in my adult life, talk to my grandparent, well, my grandfather about it, uh, my grandfather's cancer. Um, I remember being in the hospital with him one time and he was watching professional wrestling and like people were being like very dismissive of it and he wanted to talk about it. That's so sad. There were like 35 of us. I have a very big family on my mom's side. There were like 35 of us visiting him in the hospital. And like nobody would just like take the five minutes to listen to him talk about it. That's so sad. They were just like, yeah, this is fucking corny ass fake shit. My brother and I watched it as kids. And then I started keeping up with it. And I ended up like really falling in love with it. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, my grandfather's one of the funniest people I know. Uh, We all say in some way or another that like. I get my sense of humor and the way that like, you know, in some ways that like I can just, you know, exude a sense of humor and mm-hmm. like to anybody and like make people laugh. I get that from my grandfather. So every time I watch wrestling, I think of my grandfather. And so I was like, you know what? Like, I'm going to get back into it. Like, it's been seeming to do really good so far. Like, why the fuck not? Some of my right. favorite people are back in the industry and I was like, I'm going to I'm gonna watch WrestleMania. I'm going to watch WrestleMania by my motherfucking self. I don't care. If people want to join me, people can join me. We got a little group together. We watched WrestleMania. I'm very curious to hear your thoughts as to overall what your experience was like oh watching WrestleMania. Overall, honestly, it was such a great time. So, like I said, I know you guys said you used to follow when you were younger. Yeah, um, my brother and I were, like, huge fans. We obviously watched, like, we were fans of, like, completely different sectors, like, sections, apparently. Like, my brother and I grew up during the Attitude Era. Mm-hmm. So, I think that's where, like, the biggest, uh, like, my biggest understanding of professional wrestling was. Like, my brother, he, like, loved, like, Stone Cold Steve Austin and The Rock and Undertaker and Kane, like these big, like larger than life characters. Whereas I really loved like the high flyer aerodynamic, like Matt and Jeff and the Hardy Boys and Edge and Christian and oh my god, Lita, Lita and Trish. Oh, loved Lita and Trish. Uh, when we like were growing like later on, like Ruthless Aggression. We really liked John Cena. Um. I used to watch Brian Kendrick and Paul London. Uh, they were basically like the Ruthless Aggression era fucking mm-hmm. uh, Matt and Jeff Hardy boys. And I was like, where the fuck are they? <laughs> but I had Brian Kendrick and Paul London, so everything was fine. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as I got older, like, I kind of like fell out of it a little bit. Um, but then like would still kind of have tabs, you know, like. You got your Randy Orton's, you got your Batista's, mm-hmm. um, and then, you know, uh, fucking, 
trying to think of who else. I mean, most recently, I'd say in the past like four years, four years, um, I've followed a lot, well, very closely. I've followed like Cody Rhodes, AJ Styles, Finn Balor, fucking um, Johnny Gargano. Oh, I love Johnny Gargano. Uh, he needs to get his fucking flowers. Anyways. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that was way more of a tangent than like oh, totally I want. Fine. But my answer to that is: over the years, I've had favorites. My brother ha- loved these larger-than-life people, and I just liked people who jumped off of ladders and shit. Uh-huh. Anyways, <laughs> you. <laughs> so like, okay. So like, we we grew up in like you know, my dad was all about like the Hulk Hogan era. Like, oh like, yeah, nineties. Like growing up, like we watched that shit. Oh yeah, Hulk so, Hogan. Like, in that time, Hulk oh, Hogan yeah. was the shit. Yes. In that time, that era, like, we we would watch, like, we, and I wish we still had it, but I don't know if we, like, donated stuff or whatever, or at a garage sale or something, but it's, like, I remember growing up, like, we had wrestling action figures, like, we had, like, the ring and shit, yeah. like, before, and I mean, I remember, you know, growing up more so early 2000s when kind of the different divisions started becoming bigger mm-hmm. and more of a thing. Um, yeah, but we kind of tapered off at that point because you know cable's expensive. Like, so we just stopped watching because we didn't have like access to all of that stuff. Right. So we fell out of it for a little while. But like, we had so much fun. We like I said, we had the action figures. Like, and like you had mentioned, it was like Hulk Hogan, Steve Austin, The Undertaker. Like, all of those dudes were so uh, fun to watch. The rise of the mega powers. And then it's like we would we would always watch like documentaries and that sort of thing, like just getting background and information. I was like, man, I miss this. This is fun. And then I started working at my job. Um, and then one of my clients loves wrestling. Like Roman oh, Reigns yeah. is his favorite. Um, so we're gonna fucking fight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Like he loves that dude. And so I kind of was just like getting, you know, just re-familiarizing myself with what was going on because I hadn't been following for so long. Right. And I'm like, okay, okay. And then, you know, you you got Peacock. So I was like, we're also watching WrestleMania? Like, what? I was super hype. Like, you you shared the password with my dad. And I was like, dad, we're about to watch WrestleMania. He's like, yeah, we're about to watch WrestleMania. Let's go. <laughs> like, we're like basically live texting through the entire thing. I was like, did you see this? What did you think of this? And it was just a great time. I had so much fun. I forgot how much fun it is. Yeah. To be totally honest. Because it's like, you know, when you're a kid and you're just like, oh my God, it's fake. Yeah. I mean, obviously it's wrestling. A lot of the shit is fake. But all of that physicality, like you don't see Joe Schmo off the street going in the ring doing fucking backflips off the top bar. Like, or like jumping off a ladder or, you know, going after someone with a fucking steel chair. Yeah. Like, like, that still takes physicality, and you have to trust the person in the ring with you. Absolutely. Yeah, it's like, I know, like, as of recently, like, I've had conversations with people about it. Because, you know, like, I feel like there's always, I think, going to be a part of me that, no matter what interest I share with people, that I'm always going to have to feel like I need to justify it. I mean, back back in our church era, mm-hmm. um, I remember, like... Being really young, like 18, 19 years old, uh, joining the group for the first time and getting to know people. And I would tell them, like, you know, like, tell us about yourself and what kind of things you like. Yeah. And the things that I liked and were interested in at the time were very left field uh, things Uh to a conservative Christian group. I mean, 
I was I was listening to One Direction. Like I was 18, 19 years old. I was still not still, but like I was following One Direction really closely. I loved like I loved um engaging in like Twitter culture and mm-hmm. like stand Twitter. Like I literally ran a fucking st- multiple stand Twitter accounts mm-hmm. at one point in my life. Um had a whole Tumblr page of like how much like I loved K-pop and that was like my area to like express myself in like creatively and I remember sharing these things with people and I felt like they were judging me and they were making fun of me and you know as a 19 year old kid I mean I just graduated high school Uh um I couldn't go to college due to financial reasons and I was just super lost and um all my, I mean, most of my friends were off to college. Right. And so I think as a kid, when you've got people that are a little older than you, that you are trying to emulate yourself as, and you share things like things that you're interested in, and you get kind of like judgment back. Right. Like the feedback that you got, it's kind of like, well what's wrong with the stuff that i like like you shouldn't be judged for the things that you like exactly you're allowed to like what you like exactly as long as it's not hurting anybody who fucking cares exactly but that's something that 19 year old me should have heard right instead what i was doing at 19 years old was i was going to these group functions Mm -hmm. because i wanted in-person connection i wanted like this in-person experience. And I'm not saying that my time at the church was just me wanting to make friends and it's just a sham because I believed every word that they said. Oh no, I definitely I believed that. I believed exactly what they were saying. I believed the mission that they had. Mm-hmm. But I never felt fully like complete mm-hmm. in that because I yeah. was like, man, like God likes, apparently, like, God likes me for the things that I, well, like, for who I am as a person. Mm -hmm. So why is it so hard for you to, like, the full encompass me just because I listen to K-pop at home? Right. So I would, you know, it was, like, weird. Like, by day, I was a good <laughs> Christian girl. And at night, I was on One Direction stand Twitter reading Larry <laughs> fan fiction. Like, <laughs> it was just, it's this, it was just a weird, I look back on it. And, I mean, and I know you and I have said, like, we'd, like, do an episode on it sometime. But, mm-hmm. like, I had a set of real life friends yeah in person sit in the room drink coffee at a panera bread talk about jesus type of friends mm-hmm. and then i would go home and boot up my computer mm-hmm. and it was like my mom never understood like why i was in my room all the time i was hanging out with my friends mm-hmm. from across the world mm-hmm. that also liked k-pop music that also were a part of one direction stand twitter that wanted to talk about youtube with me and, like, it's just, it was so weird, in a sense, having this, like, fucking Hannah Montana double, double life. life. <laughs> I don't even know how, like, the best way to describe it. No, honestly, you hit it on the head. Like, that It was like a ha- sense. It was a Hannah Montana double life. And so I always felt like my, like, more myself 
and like a complete human being being 100% who I am online Mm -hmm. than I ever did literally in like one of the speakers has said this like had said this like 10 years ago and it's something that's always stuck out to me like it's something I say all the time but like I was more comfortable being myself online with a group of people that did not know who I was in person Mm -hmm. than people who were like in my actual space. Yep. Like. No, I totally get that. So back to wrestling. (laughs) (laughs) As we've taken our trip down memory lane. Enough trauma dumping and all about wrestling. (laughs) Um, So, I mean, I guess to, to wrap up my tangent here is just. I'm about to turn 30 in like two weeks and I'm just really fucking tired of living in this state Mm -hmm. of like people are going to judge me for the things that I like or people are going to judge me based off the way I act or the way I whatever Mm -hmm. and maybe this is a turning 30 thing but I'm like I don't fucking care. I'm going to watch wrestling and, you know, enjoy my fucking Justin Timberlake Home Depot (laughs) mashup. I don't care. And you shouldn't. And you shouldn't. Like, because I definitely get that mindset. It's just like, oh, my God, I'm turning 30. It's not like existential crisis, but it's just kind of like, this is a big birthday. Yeah. You know what I mean? And It's it's like. It sticks in your brain as like a, well, why the fuck do I care? I'm going to have fun and live my life because the people that I want to be around are going to be here. Yeah. If you don't like that, okay, have fun. Yeah. It's kind of like a, what the, like, in a way, it's just, it's like, what the fuck am I doing with my life? And like, it's just, it's making me think back on, you know, the person I was 10 years ago at this time, Mm -hmm. um, living at home insecure of like myself the things I was interested in Mm -hmm. the things that I wanted to do with my life um the things that I was afraid to do like because I was afraid of getting judged and I'm like man like (laughs) this sounds so stupid I'm trying not to like get emotional about it dude you're fine you do not sound stupid I know but I just what I'm saying is, like, I just, I think of that person, and I'm like, man, like, as dumb as it sounds, me sitting here, listening to, like, w- talking about wrestling, mm-hmm. the fucking professional wrestling, being fully, unabashedly, like, okay with talking about the things that I like, and, like, trying like doing what i can each day to be comfortable with myself i'm doing it for that 19 year old kid sitting in her room by herself not knowing why people don't like her dude i definitely or like questioning why like oh if i say this next tuesday are people not gonna like me anymore like right and nobody should have to think that way no and i just so as ridiculous as it sounds sorry chat like no, I, I very much get what you're saying. It makes like, so much sense. It's it just, I'm doing my best not to care for that for that 19-year-old girl who was like, oh, I felt shamed by my f- people who I thought were my friends today because I wore a fucking super junior K-pop band bracelet 
to church today Mm -hmm. and they were confused as to why I would do that or like yeah Mm -hmm. it's just like you don't need to understand what I like just to respect me as a person yeah exactly don't make me feel stupid or less than just because I like something that you might think is I hate to call weird I don't want to call things weird. It's nobody's something, interests and likes are weird. It's something that you don't understand. Exactly. Just because you're ignorant to said subject, like, doesn't mean you should, you know, cast and project how you feel and be like, well, I don't get it. Well, why do you think that's cool? Like, no. Some People of, like what they like. Yeah. Some of the, my favorite things that I have found, like, pop culture wise, are from people that I have met talking about the things that they love. And me just taking a moment going, I've never heard of that. What is that? What do you love about that? And not just, oh, like, you like Star Trek? Fuck off. Right. I've not watched Star Trek. I love if you watch Star Trek. I just feel like I'm too dumb for Star Trek. (laughs) I feel like I'm too stupid for Star Trek. I feel like that's a smart person show. (laughs) I mean, I, I don't know. I honestly don't know. But back to wrestling. <laughs> the main point of this trauma dub. You liked it. I had a great time. Oh, slay. It was so much fun. Like, no, just, I mean, some of it was just like the nostalgia. Like, oh, my God, we're watching WrestleMania. Like, it's yeah. been so long. Like, and I think it was just like the mix of, okay, this is happening. This is fun. Like, you were excited. I was excited to, like, get back into it. Because, like I said, some of the stuff I in storylines, I was kind of familiar with because of work yeah but um a lot of it i was like man i've just been out of the game for so long Mm -hmm. and it's like you know people that i grew up with or it's like you know i couldn't remember names or faces or whatever and then they started talking about people i was like oh my god that clicked something in my brain yeah like because you know and there's so many offshoots too it's like new aw like what is it nxt all of that shit Mm-hmm. Like, there's so many different divisions, so it's like... Well, and then you're working... Well, AEW is not even a part mm-hmm. of the WWE mm-hmm. conglomerate. That is the company that Tony Khan, Cody Rhodes, the Young Bucks, and Kenny Omega started mm-hmm. in 2019. So that basically is like... So, like, in 2001... When, well, in like the in the late nineties, early two thousands, when WCW was a thing, mm-hmm. AEW right now is basically what WCW was in the late nineties and like early two thousands. Gotcha. They are WWE's like number one competitor. Okay. Fighting okay. for ratings, fighting for talent, fighting for all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, which is why it was such a huge shock last year. That Cody came back to WWE because he started AEW, mm-hmm. was like vice president, like vice president of like talent relations or some crazy shit like that. Mm-hmm. Like from the get go was like the top guy. So this is why I like to talk about this stuff because I was like, I get it. You have a very specific wealth of knowledge where it's just like. Yeah, I can tap into, like, the battery bank and be like, yeah, I kind of know this. I've heard about this. I know this is a thing and this is a thing and this is a thing. But it's just kind of like, give me the facts, please. Yeah. You know, like, I love to be informed. So, like, just getting to watch this and be a part of it and be like, 
oh yeah, I remember him. Or it's like, oh, I know them from this blah, blah, blah yeah. storyline and all that crap. Like, it was just a good time. So entertaining. Like, some of it, I was like, okay, like, that was cool. And other times you're like, okay, that match could have been better. But I mean, right. that's, that's like anything. 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 Like, what but, baseball. I, right. I don't fucking know. I don't watch Smart. baseball. <laughs> I don't watch baseball. But, but no, you, uh, you don't probably watch popular opinion. I don't know. Maybe it's an unpopular opinion. But uh, I very much thought night one was better than night two. Absolutely. Night Except one was for, obviously, the last match with Cody and Roman Reigns. Everybody was like, let's fucking go. I literally was going sh- to shit myself at that fucking ending. I was at the edge of my seat the entire screaming at the television the like, entire time i thought he had it i thought he had it and he did have else. it he did have it he had it until the fucking end when soul sokoa's bitch, bitch. Ass did the fucking umaga samoan spike to cody rhodes's neck and i was before he was gonna hit that third fucking uh crossroads and then roman reigns speared his ass pinned him and was like i'm winning again <laughs> that fucking still shot at the end, where Cody's like crying in the ring, it's like we're crying too, King. Crying in the ring with Roman holding his belts in the background. Oh my God, I wanted to kill that man. I wanted to kill him. I said, He's "Don't so do that hot, to though. my baby daddy, man." <laughs> He's married with a child, but don't do that to my baby daddy, bitch. Oh, so bad. <laughs> oh my God. Wait, do we need to change the simp of the week? My simp of the week is changing every three minutes. I'm on my fucking period right now. <laughs> If that's the case, we'd be pl- it would be like like <laughs> you're like every five minutes. The, um, hang on. The fucking sip of the week. <laughs> the sip of the week would be feral uh. <laughs> this week if that's the case. Um. So, anyways, yes. <laughs> night one, much better than night two. Yes. Do you have um any particular? Because I don't want to go through the entire card. Uh, like that's we a lot. like we did for micro wrestling because it's basically yeah. It was fucking stacked. So um, much. But like, well, and also we're like, we're going a little over on time this time. It's but like, fine. who fucking cares? It's Easter, bitch. It's Easter and we're having fun. <laughs> Fuck off. It's, it's fine. <laughs> oh my God. Um, do you have any, uh, let's start off with night one. Do you have any night highlights one. from night one? Oh my gosh. Um, okay. Brain, 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 brain. So that oh. was, um, do you want me to run through the card that I remember? Yes. Okay. So in order that I remember, uh, that was John Cena, Austin Theory. Then it was the men's. John fa- Cena, the Make-A-Wish Kids. Fucking losing in front of the Make-A-Wish-, Make-A-Wish Kids. Oh, that shit was feral. You got robbed too. Yeah, that shit was feral. John Cena was robbed. It started with a robbery and ended with a fucking robbery. It did. Oh, shit. It did. So basically, uh, John Cena has uh, fulfilled the most wishes of um, any Make-A-Wish person. I think like he's wish- done like 6,000. He's That's fulfilled wow. like 6,000 Make-A-Wishes. Um, and the WWE has this like cool partnership with Make-A-Wish that like every year during WrestleMania time, they like induct mm-hmm. um, a bunch of Make-A-Wish kids into their like hall of champions essentially so like for the kids because uh, I mean obviously y'all I'm sorry I'm a simp for Cody Rhodes <laughs> Cody, <laughs> Cody posted on his Instagram that he was able to fulfill 15 wishes alone from that night wow that's um, awesome and so like you know all these guys are like meeting their fans and shit and you know it's cool like it's great I fucking love that for the kids I wish I had kids so I could be Cody Rhodes I'm kidding <laughs> 
Uh, confirmed. Cody Rose is a simple wink. <laughs> no. Yes. <laughs> no. Anyways, uh, so John Cena had like a bunch of kids come out um to the entrance um when he was gonna go out and fight Austin Theory, and he's like, I'm doing it for the Make a Wish kids, and then he fucking lost. Oh, so, so sad. Anyways, so. <laughs> So, yeah, John Cena versus Austin Theory for the United States Championship. Then it was the men's fatal four-way. Um, and then... Fuck, man. Oh, then it was Becky Trish Lita against Damage Control. That was fine. Yeah, that was okay. The men's fatal four-way had some cool moments, but that was also fine. Then... It was, oh, then it was fucking Seth Rollins and Logan Paul. That was, that was a good match. That was a good match. Yeah. Logan Paul, as a human being, fucking hate that guy. Horrible. Fucking hate that guy. Um, I like him like 2% more than I like his brother Jake. Yeah. However, I would be lying. I would be a big fat bold-faced liar if i said that logan paul is not a talented professional wrestler you you're not lying that man knows how to play up a crowd that man knows how to take a bump he knows how to fucking communicate yeah with his um with his partners like his uh wrestling partners essentially um and he's found his gig like honestly yeah i think he plays a great bad character like oh, yeah. evil character i guess i should oh, yeah. say um seth rollins yeah seth rollins <laughs> seth rollins in his bdsm get up seth <laughs> rollins in his um rihanna jacket and his bdsm fucking hot pink fucking st- hot pink straps and the assless chaps essentially oh my god he's there for the girls and the gays and the drag queens i oh i love seth rollins he's a man that doesn't get well that is underappreciated yeah love that motherfucker uh he sold the motherfucking house down um okay so then after that i may be getting these a little bit out of order uh, cause it, it's like some of the, like some of the ones I'm like, I just want to forget about this one. And then I want to, I want to run this one. Valid. But the last three of the ones that I was like, oh shit. Like each one I was like, oh shit. Oh shit. Oh shit. Uh, was Ray Mysterio versus Dominic father versus son. I think that was probably one of my favorites of night one. Oh, like it was just really, really good. I love Ray Mysterio. I think he's great. He's so cool. I just would want to be his off- friend. Yeah, that's. That man's been flying off shit for like 20 years. Forever. He loves his family. Uh, you know what? He got inducted as he should. He deserves it. Absolutely. So much. Um, so much. And I think Dominic is doing a great, great job uh, playing up the crowd. Oh, when, my God. Yes. When he went up to his mom and his sister in the audience and his sister had that cup of water and he threw it in her face. Dude, I wish they would have <laughs> let his sister fight. I was like, let's go. Apparently, that was all improvised. I believe that he went like because he had an interview and he said that he walked over to his mom and sister and he saw his sister holding the cup of water and he was like, well, she did it to herself. Whoop. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, here you go. I was like, damn, it's so good. Ah, uh, lie. Um, television. 
Yeah, and he was like booed really, really bad on well last night. I bet he was booed real bad because he's like, I laid it easy on my dad. And everybody's like, you fucking suck, bitch. And I was like, you're, you're playing the baddie right now, man. You got to you got to accept what comes with it. I just can't get over his prison gimmick where he's like, I was in the clique. And I'm like, oh what my the God, fuck that was are you so talking? funny. You were there for three hours, motherfucker. <laughs> three whole hours. Uh, but yeah, that was so good. Uh, and then after that was Charlotte Flair and Rhea Ripley. That was a fun match, too. Oh, uh, that shit, that shit was so fucking good. Mm-hmm. Like, when they did the one spot where they did the flip and Charlotte didn't catch herself and she smacked her oh face Oh my gosh, she smacked her whole face, yes. And like, cut up her nose and shit. Oh my god. Dude, she, you could definitely see it by the end. It was like, holy shit, girl. Yeah, she, like, those two, incredible incredible story um i do love that like because they didn't really do a big build-up for um that match it was just like really quick like Uh ria won the 2023 women's royal rumble she was able to choose her um opponent could have been bianca belair or charlotte flair and she chose charlotte flair uh she lost a match at wrestlemania against charlotte flair three years prior so i think that like even though there wasn't like a big build up to it, they didn't really have a feud uh-huh. until, you know, she said, I'm picking you, bitch. Um, right. <laughs> I still think it was executed really well because they were able to call that back uh-huh. and be like, essentially, like, this is three years in the making. And I'm like, amazing, incredible. You're like, cool, uh, great, wonderful. She's also really fucking hot. She is very intimidating. <laughs> she's very intimidating. <laughs> what? <laughs> It just <laughs> Did I break you? No, this is just um <laughs> If anybody ever asks me how straight you are, oh my God. I'm showing them this very much. <laughs> she is intimidating. There's nothing wrong with not being a part of the Gubatiqua. <laughs> However, it's just <laughs> The duality of man. She's really hot. She's really intimidating. <laughs> oh my god. Um. So anyway, no, she she does carry herself as a very intimidating character. I yes. love her for it. Um, and then finally, which you fell asleep by this point. I did. That's totally fine. We will definitely. I would watch this again. Um, is the Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn versus Usos match for the tag team belts? absolutely fucking incredible um dave Meltzer of the wrestling observer actually gave that match five stars which is like a very prestigious like dave Meltzer barely gives out five stars oh so that's like a big deal for him really big deal uh charlotte Rhea actually got 4.75 so they were so close but i think that was also because you can't give out two five stars I mean, yeah, you don't. You and it's like, can't. do we give it to Charlotte Rhea or do we give it to KO and Sammy versus the Usos? Uh-huh. KO and Sammy versus the Usos have had like a literal consistent two and a half year story. Yeah, there was definitely a lot of build up. There. And that story was playing out while the match was going. So it's like it makes total sense. Yeah, absolutely. To give it to them. Um, absolutely. Damn, we're like... <laughs> Anyways, uh, night two. Uh, any highlights you remember from night two? Night two, night two, night two. 
Oh my god. Night. <laughs> Fucking Snoop Dogg in the people's elbow, dude. God, that shit was so good. So that was amazing. Originally, Shane McMahon came back. He was gonna fight the Miz, who was the host yep. of well, him and Snoop Dogg were the host of WrestleMania this year. Yes. But Shane McMahon did a leapfrog, tore his quad. Uh-huh. Dude was down for the count. So you can see in the back, this one of the cameramen is actually giving like direction mm-hmm. to Snoop Dogg. Like, punch him. Punch him. Uh-huh. Snoop Dogg's like, oh shit, this is my moment. <laughs> he punches the Miz. They have like a random fight. And fucking Snoop Dogg does like a, a little skippity. He's like, like he's like through the ring, doing a fucking crip walk, then hitting the ropes, and then does a little f- leap over and that. It does a people's elbow to fucking Snoop Dogg no, to Miz pins him. Snoop Dogg wins at WrestleMania 39. What the fuck was that? That was fantastic. One of my favorite things. Dave Meltzer gave that one a one one out of five. One out of five. It was so good. Pop culture at its finest. Oh my god, it was so funny. I'm like, I love, I love this. Uh, Snoop Dogg is a huge wrestling fan. He's part of the Hall of Fame, and I'm like, wouldn't have imagined it any better than fucking Snoop. Um, so okay, let me think. Second day. Shit, I don't remember. Uh, um, I was gonna say one that stuck out to me. It was who was Bianca fighting? I. Oh, everything's kind of blending together. Bianca Belair and Oscar. Thank you. Yes, yes, yeah. That was that was a good match too. That was pretty good. Um, I just I thought she was gonna pull the hair earlier in the match, but I mean, that's just me. Yeah, the, if uh, it was kind of drug out a little bit. Yeah, but I mean, they had like, but it was it was good to watch. Oh, like, I remember. It, I don't know why I missed this one. Fucking um. Okay, okay, here we go. Uh, so Brock Lesnar versus Omos was the That's one that opened. Right. The That's two, right. the two big men. Uh, wasn't surprised that Brock won. No, no. And no. then there was the women's Fatal Four Way, which I was pissed that Ron- oh yeah that Ronda and Shayna won because they, they just ended it. They're like, up oh, our time. They literally we did it in the end. Yeah, they literally did shit. It was like a it was they like really a showcase of all. like. Liv and Raquel, which I hope that they go for the women's tag belts next. Mm-hmm. I think they would be amazing. Um, but like Liv and Raquel, Natalia and Shotzi, Ronda and Shayna, and Chelsea Green and Sonya Deville. Um, yeah, that ending was a fucking sham. Um, and then they had the Intercontinental Championship. With Gunther, Drew McIntyre, and Sheamus, that was that was really good. Great, they did. That was a full out brawl. Those three, incredible, incredible fighters. Um, The fact that it was just like fucking thirty some, almost like thirty fucking smacks. I'm like, holy shit, he's just fucking going like a windmill. Oh yeah, Sheamus. Yeah, he's just going. The my albino Scotsman. I know my my albino Celtic warrior. (laughs) Oh, amazing. Drew McIntyre, so, so sexy. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> He's so sexy. He gives off Gerard Butler vibes, and I'm like, oh. You know what? Honestly, that this that is a, makes sense. This is a man my mother would love. <laughs> um, oh yeah. Um, Edge and Finn Balor. Um, in Helena Cell. Helena Cell was okay. Helena Cell. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I am. It's that fucking demon, man. 
It's the demon. It's the demon character that ruined it. Finn Balor is an incredible, incredible talent. Um, Well, yeah, that's why when I saw him coming in with the whole get up, I was like, what is this? Yeah. What is this? I'll have to show you. There was a match a few years ago with Finn Balor and AJ Styles. I'll have to find it. That shit was so good. Mm -hmm. Classic, like, indie bout. So fucking incredible. Those guys resilient and like on top of that like edge is like in his like essentially like i think i've seen rumors that he's like going to officially officially retire soon okay which he's absolutely incredible i could literally like do a whole podcast episode of how much i love him Mm -hmm. um finn balor apparently had like a calf tear a grade a grade two calf tear before the match and then in the middle of it, he threw Edge through a ladder at Finn Balor. That blast in the fucking head. That's when he got that laceration uh-huh. on his head, and he just got a fucking numbing agent and staples in his head, and he was like, "I'm gonna keep going." It's like, dude, that man is incredible. That is mad respect. If I got hit with a fucking ladder and my head was cut open, first of all, I'd pass out. Second of all, I'd die. Third of all, I would not be able to fucking complete anything. I'd be like, <laughs> just let body carry out of the ring. I'm like, boys mom gives me big like undertaker mick foley vibes from hell in a cell 98 Uh when fucking undertaker threw mankind off the cell not once but twice and he was still like yeah cool meanwhile his ears torn off he had some of his teeth like blasted up into his nostril Ooh, and then he was like Hey, I'm gonna pour this like bag of thumbtacks on the floor, choke slam me into them. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, what are you doing, man? Is this some kink? Is this some kink shit, Mick Foley? What the fuck? Oh, dude, what the hell? Again, are you whole other thing. He's in- amazing. Um Bianca Belair and Asuka, uh, we talked about that. And fucking finally, unfortunately. Dun, dun, dun. Baby Daddy Cody Rhodes against my enemy, Roman Reigns. <laughs> like, he's my enemy, but he's sexy. <laughs> he's my enemy, but you kind of hot too, man. <laughs> I like a thirst edit of you too. Oh my God. <laughs> I have. I'm crossing enemy lines. Oh my God. And, but, like, oh my God, that shit was incredible. That was worth waiting for. Cody is a. a just, again. Play the fucking Simp of the Week song. I don't care at this point. Hey, bitches. Are you ready to slap? Because it's Simp of the Week. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Simp of the Week. Bitch. So... <laughs> Cody Rhodes, official simp of the week. No, he's not the official simp of the week. Uh, <laughs> but he could. No, I just. Oh my god. <laughs> so, uh, uh, Carly's simps of the week. We are making it plural. We, no, anyone in WrestleMania. <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> anyone that appeared on the roster for wrestlemania are you hot you're probably my sip of the week this week thanks period uh, period uh, um no that that shit was so good just like the storytelling aspect of it oh yeah the fact that he like the whole time was just like you know like leading up to it he's like ah we're gonna finish the story and then solo sokoa 
my mortal en- my mortal enemy was like, oh well, JK, no, you're not. He's like, I'm be a sneaky bitch. So now, uh, he wasn't able to finish the story. Uh, and so the but it's not over. It's not over till the fat lady sings. <laughs> oh my god, I was gonna do the same thing. <laughs> Why did you do that? I don't know. It can't be the the right thing to do. We can't be the universal champion no more. Uh, um, No, I'm. I am hoping that they like continue something. Yeah, they can't just like leave it there. I think what they're ultimately going to do, because like in in some aspect, I get it. Uh April 2022. Yeah, Cody Rhodes shows up. Bill shows back up to the company after six years away. Um. Has a couple bouts with Seth Rollins. Mm-hmm. They're all great. Um, he's a very key player in the company. Tears his pack. Right. Leaves after Hell in a Cell, which is, I think, was in, like, July, June, July of last year. So, he was in back in the company for three months. Right. Tears his pack. Has this Hell in a Cell match. Gone. For six months, he had to get surgery. Yep. Shows up as number 30 in the Royal Rumble in January of this year wins chooses roman Mm -hmm. because he fucking has both of the belts right so there's no choice and so they have three months essentially so like as much as i wanted cody to win as much as i still wanted cody to win Mm -hmm. i think that would have been the better decision right due to the usos losing to ko and sammy oh yeah oh yeah I also understand in a storytelling aspect that you have your number one good guy in the company. Like, it was an easy choice, but at the same time, I understand it not just being handed over due to the fact that he was gone for six months. Now, if he was not gone that six months and he was doing other bouts and other feuds and other things, whatever... Right, then made it to number 30 like and everything else stayed the same mm-hmm. i think it would have made more like it would have made sense for him to get it but i think being a week out right being a week out having like some retrospective on it it's like okay do i like this decision no, no. however does it make sense for a long time storytelling aspect absolutely i guess um Speaking of a long time storytelling aspect, hey guys, thank you so much for joining us <laughs> for uh, the 14th inaugural episode of the Between the Fridges podcast. Amanda, do you have anything that you'd like to share with the audience before um, I close us out? Um, well, I hope everybody has a great holiday. Um, stay happy, stay safe. Um, thanks for bearing with us on our very a long episode but we also hope you guys enjoy it um yeah that's all for me amazing what about you um i'm really glad i got the episode number right i was like dude is this this episode 14 (laughs) um it just didn't sound right but um now 14 yeah um but yeah uh again thank you guys for joining us today if uh if you'd like to continue following along with us feel free to um Follow us on Instagram at Between the Fridges. Uh, if you'd like to send uh, anything 
uh for viewer submission feel free to email us at between the fridges at gmail.com uh if you want to send me like a really fun cody road smut fig to read on the podcast (laughs) i'm kidding i'm kidding Uh, she'll read in her personal time i have actually been reading a few fan fictions of as a recent uh and the one's been pretty fire i will say that uh is that the leon kennedy one it is the leon kennedy one that shit kind of fire um so again he could be my simp of the week you never you <laughs> never know with me at this point. I'm telling you, it's changing every three minutes. That's totally fine. Um, it's okay. <laughs> it's it's all um, right. Yeah, feel free to feel free to uh follow us, send us a uh a suggestion, leave us a review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts if you Leave us a review and it's nice, then we will read it on the podcast and give you a shout out. Again, thank you so much for joining us today. We're happy you're here. And um, yeah, uh, also sorry for crying like a little baby bitch. Uh, that's not going to happen again for the next week. Uh, <laughs> so again, thank you all so much. Uh, my name is Carly. My name is Amanda. And we will see you all next week. So <laughs> I have to ask, did you ever, uh, since your family watched wrestling, uh-huh. did, your, uh, did you ever like wrestle your brother? Not really. What? I mean, I don't remember the full context of this memory, but I just remember going to my mom. Mom, he bit me, and I like, sh- like showed her my arm. <laughs> the teeth marks on my arm where he just and chomped out. I don't remember why. He was younger. I mean, we were younger kids. He was he's three years younger than me, but I'm just like I remember that very vividly. This is another reason that you and I grew up. Well, another thing that I can show people that you and I grew up so differently because my brother would literally fucking rock bottom me at Christmas. At <laughs> Christmas? He'd be like, I'm about to people's elbow your shit. And they're yeah. like, not in front of the bright rim. Yeah.